I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, Radiant Lights. How's everyone doing? Oh, welcome to Awakenings with Michelle Mache. If you're new to the program, it's um, divine that you found us. <laughs> and in time, in divine timing and synchronistic timing. Gosh, we've got a lot of great change coming um, on the planet. So we are here for you, the community that's here, um, amazing on and offline. I hope you get to know them better. Um, some of them are in the chat, amazing beings there, my co-hosts and sound engineers, and also they help to anchor and ground the energy. All right, you can listen to Awakenings any way you choose. There's so many ways, major podcast outlets and platforms, um, internet, BTR, uh, Blog Talk Radio, archives and in real time in the chat or phone. So if you want to listen by phone, maybe you're in the chat and you're like, hey, maybe I want to listen by phone and I'm walking around doing stuff in the house or out and about, or you also want to call in to say hi or get a reading or energetic update or dream interpretation or understand more about spirituality and meditation, maybe you have something to share yourself. If so, that number is 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122. And please press 1 on your keypad. That alerts me. Um, you're in the queue, and you are unmuted, and you're ready to talk. <laughs> All right, everyone. Also, you know we've been doing this Expect a Miracle. We had on, I believe it was November 17th or 18th, one or the other, we had uh, Mark Mancola on. Uh, the program, um, who authored the book, The Way of Miracles. And we had a great time with him, great conversation. Many of you were probably there for it. Um, And, you know, synchronicity as it has it, because I've been really focused on miracles uh, for many years, but this past year, I've been really seeing the link between miracles and manifestations or divine intervention. They're really all the same thing. (laughs) Just a different angle at it. And I've been calling some things in. Um, I think it happened around the new moon, actually, in November. And I had a new moon manifesting um, workshop, and we did a ritual. And some things that I really intended and called in manifested quite quickly, like within, I think it was like three days. So if any of you know human design, I am a manifester generator. So um I, I do tend to do that, but I'm getting much more um, 
selective and laser-like in what I'm bringing in. And that has a lot to do with the changes on the planet, what's going on in this process of awakening, my own path, um, spiritual growth, healing, et cetera, et cetera, and people I'm coming in contact with. Um, and by the way, please, if you're interested in this kind of stuff, I am going to be um, next year for me, 2022, which I'm already there because I've been channeling so much information about it, uh, which, by the way, those of you that connect with me on YouTube, my uh, Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache on YouTube, the 2022 overview will be um, published. I've had it for a few weeks now. I, I've had it for like three weeks, I guess, maybe even longer. Um, but I know with people rushing around and everybody uploads so much content all at the same time, and I'm kind of like like to savor it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's going to be coming out Friday, this Friday, Thursday night or Friday. I think it's Friday. And what I did is looked at the vibration, what you're attracting to, what you're vibrating to. So I looked at the overview of 2022 for people as well as your life theme. Next year, I mean, really, I mean, if you look back, we always have themes in cycles, whether it's for a year, a few years, a few years, and then there's little themes or little steps within the big steps or big themes, you know, subtext, subtitles, right? We've got the big title, the main title, and then you've got the, you know, the subtitle, and then you've got the outline and the synopsis, what you're going to be following. So because it is a time of a lot of major, major, even more transition. I know we've been in a time of transition and quantum change, exponential change, especially since 2020, uh, which in the 90s, my guides told me about this and said, you know, 2020 is a major turning point. And major changes between 2020 and 2025. Okay, so we're right in the thick of that. And by 2050, our world would be in many ways, almost unrecognizable to how we live. So um, I love that, and I want to support people in that. Yes, there's a lot to go through. In fact, um, in my Psychic Visions uh, playlist, I've got uh, two dialogue interviews of what's coming up and some of the visions I had and what people can do. Um, so if you're interested in that, you can go to that playlist. Um, I'm going to be republishing one of them or putting it out to the public. Because um, some of this stuff, a lot of this stuff, my Patreon peeps, my, you know, Soul Tribe on Patreon, uh, gets a, a regular psychic update, you know, channel guidance, psychic update, and pretty specific cause, because what I people are allowed to, you know, um, and I welcome, um, email me questions in, and then I'll do a video on it. And then in one of the, um, in the Soul Path journey, um, we meet monthly, and people can ask me questions or get readings. Um, it's, it's a metaphysics and spiritualism salon. Um, so I've been, some of the, the unfiltered, unedited, um, uncensored, I should say, and it, uh, let's say not censored, but skewing things. Um, I don't know if I'd say skewing, but but... You know, I just have to be a little more aware and have a little more caution as to what I put out on more of the main channels, which I don't have to on Patreon. And I think probably I'll be on another another platform where I can be a little more uh, blunt and straightforward. Um, and so far, all the information I've received has been, you know, happening, has been manifesting, has whatever has been predicted has been happening. So what I do take great joy in 
is that we are all in this literally together, and many of us are banding together. We're coming together. It doesn't matter online, offline. It's in consciousness, and we are the ones that are co-creating this new reality, this new from the new emerging consciousness. You know, this new paradigm, mindset, new way of living and being. It has to come from us, and it is. Which is a, it's such an honor to be working with so many people and connecting with so many people. And I see so many people I'm working with. You know, gosh, they're they're making great changes in their life. Really, you know, really. Um, connecting to their their soul's purpose in a way that's much more fulfilling. You know, they're really just transforming their lives, situations. You know, some of the people are very much into service of helping others. And it doesn't matter. You don't, you could, it doesn't matter. You could be, it's about your consciousness. That's the main thing. And really in one way, quiet or, you know, seemingly innocuous or trivial one-to-one connections we have with people when we're just being ourselves and we're sharing, oh, this is what I do or this, or, you know, or we're just holding the space and they sense something different. You know, I always say consciousness is an inside job. It's inside. The universe responds to what we're vibrating to in our consciousness and our intent. Because you can find yourself, I know I have, in a pickle, and worse than a pickle, trauma, drama situations, very non-life enhancing situations, but not only learning from it, but coming out in a transformative way. And perhaps even that person or people or people within the situation have had the chance to up-level energetically. Because we're on the human plane. So there is going to be things that are a little sticky, a little icky, a little weird, a little, you know, emotions, all up and down the emotional tone scale, so to speak. Each tone or vibrational frequency of emotion, we're, we're meant to play through them all. So 2022 is very, it's a very um, powerful year because there's going to be a lot to do with what we decide to do. And I call it, there's a quiet revolution going on. You know, there's a peaceful, I don't know if I say protest. It's like being at a a dinner party and, and, and you've had enough and someone keeps serving you a certain food that you don't want to eat or you're done with. You don't have to make a big deal about it, you know. Now, now some places there are going to be that needs to happen up front. There needs to be the churning up of things. But for many of you, it's the it's the day-to-day situations you're making, decisions that you're making within the situations. It's these day-to-day, these little decisions. Of, it's your mindset. This is why I wanted to do this Expect a Miracle. It really puts us in a much different mindset. I've been getting a lot of you know, people leaving comments, um, which is great. Please leave them. I, you can leave them on my Facebook page and the Expect a Miracle post or Instagram. So let's keep inspiring each other. Because I feel like what we're going to realize is that we have much more of our needs being met without a lot of labor and effort on our part, which are these miracles. You know, these divine interventions even. And the the thing is, is miracles, divine interventions, or ways of manifesting and living this way, when you do it, it happens more and more and more and more and more frequently. You know, I remember one time I I really took a dip uh, financially. And let me tell you, that whole year I found money everywhere. 
I mean, and not just little money. I mean, $20 here, $100 here on the street. It, you know, $50 here, you know, two fives. And, you know, and I'd even be walking with people and they didn't see it. And I'd be, oh, my God, it looks like a, that's a lot of money in the middle of the street there. No one else is around. There's a little wink, wink, and a nod, nod. So this is, this is part, a very big part, actually, a very big part of the new emerging consciousness energy of living in, in the new paradigm. It's going to be much more mental, higher refined emotional energy and motion, spiritual energy. It even reflects in the astrology, the fire and air aspect of us. But we have to connect into the water, the intuition, the knowing and the, the feeling within the body to then manifest it. So what we've been doing eh, here and there, sometimes, not sometimes, you know, slipshod here and there, whatever, is going to be much more and more the way of, of be living and being, just being activating that part. So I have lots of goodies coming up next year, starting with the psychic development and opening the channel, which starts on January 15th. Um, the power of accessing, you know, your inner, you know, your power, your we're going to be diving into that. Soul-centered living starts, um, I believe, in February or January. There's, so if you're interested in that, you can email me at michelle at soulplayground.life or just sign up on the on the um, my website, and I'll, I'll put you in the loop, keep informed loops, you know, what's happening. Um, if you're interested in that psychic development opening to channel, you can go to my um, courses and classes, events, on soulplayground.life. Click it, see if it's something that resonates with you. Also, I'm bringing back, Sue, are you in the chat? Not yet. Okay, I am bringing back, but with a twist, something that is very powerful that I learned um, when I was in England studying. I am bringing, it's Dreamscapes. It starts, I believe, in February, where we're going to be using the state, the dream state, different forms of dreaming, lucid dreaming, dream interpretation, um, dream incubation. You see where I'm going with this, you guys? All of this that I'm tailoring for next year is all about putting you more in the frequency of your soul and getting into a heightened level of understanding the universal laws and being able to draw in, attract, magnetize in alignment with your soul. So I've got Awaken to Your Power, Modern Mysticism. We're going to be diving into that, you know, telepathy, working with the etheric field, the universal laws. And then Dreamscape, where you learn to understand the symbols and the signs in your dreams, as well as interpret and understand your dreams and learn how to follow the messages and guidance you receive. Let me tell you guys, your dreams, people always wonder, Michelle, how do you do it? Listen, I, I've been living this way even when I was less uh, conscious. I'm going to tell you guys a story. <laughs> Years ago, traveling Northern California with a friend of mine, I think I was 17 or 18, you know, out of school. And, and she had relatives up in Northern California. Actually, her family had a winery, and we were going there as well. And I met this guy that I really liked. He was much older, believe me, but I was just enthralled. He was an artist, a minstrel, guitar player. I think we were in, where were we traveling? Santa, wherever we were, Santa Cruz, something. 
all these artists, and it was, ah, I was just in my heyday, just, and out in nature, and these long hikes, and the mountains, and we'd pull off the side of the road, we'd hike off, we'd go in the river, and, you know, swimming in the river, and, you know, camping, and cooking, and, and sometimes we stayed in bed and breakfast, you know, whatever, we were doing it all, and, um, this guy I really liked. He's a poet. I'll never forget him. He's a book of poems. And I was so enthralled. Okay, I was young. Okay, very young. Very, and I'm a romantic. If you saw my Instagram post, Libra Rising, North Node in Libra, and Taurus Moon. I mean, I am like, that's why I write poetry, and I love, you know, the rain. It's raining right now. It's melancholy for good writing or reading books by the fire. So anyway, we hung out for a while, and then we, we went off, and then we were going to come back. We drove someplace, I don't remember, maybe to see her family, and then we were going to come back. And he's like, oh, I'm waiting for you, and all this romanticism. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. I'm sleeping in my tent, and I have this stark dream of this guy basically cheating on me. Now, mind you, we had just met, but, you know, it's puppy, young, you know, I don't know, idealistic love. Um, you know, so we were talking about, oh, we're going to do this and do that and travel. And I thought, oh, he's my romantic one. Never mind that I have to go back home and go back to school. You know, I have a whole other life. I wasn't thinking about that. I dreamed that I, everything that happened, that he was with this woman. I heard them talking and laughing and, you know what, carrying on. And, um, you know, a little romantic tryst with someone else. How dare he? Two days later, a day later from meeting me, I had this nightmare. And my friend was, oh, Michelle, that's, you know, you're just, and I said, no, because I knew I was already psychic. I've been psychic since birth. I've been having dreams and especially my dreams. That's why I love working with dreams, um, with manifesting. So I'm going to definitely tie all that in 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 this workshop that I'm doing. Anyway, I'm getting so excited. Literally. I come back, we come back into town, we're hanging out, and we're supposed to meet up, right? And I'm walking back to his, uh, I don't know, condo or whatever it was, uh, and I'm in the hallway. And I had this feeling, and exactly what I predicted in the dream happened. Exactly. And I told my friend, and she knew, she, she, she came with me. She goes, oh, my God, Michelle, you dreamed this whole scenario. And I said, yeah, I was warned, you know. As to what was going on. And, of course, I told him, you know, and he's like, oh, that would meant nothing. I said, I heard the whole thing, just like I did in my dream. You know, I heard little noises and sounds. And you know what I mean, everybody? You can read between the lines here. I heard it all outside his, the, the doorway. But I already had the premonition dream. So I have a lot of these premonition dreams and visions. Now, this happens from working a lot with your dreams because your dreams come from your soul. They're messages. And, you, and when, you're in a, when you start learning how to decipher the dreams, like re, what are rehashing dreams, what are different dreams mean, then you start getting to like real meaty stuff where you start, then you can start putting information in that you want clarification on or that you want to draw in or manifest. Uh, anyway, yeah, that was, oh, my God. I'm sure has anybody, I feel like a fool, but, you know, I, I'm like, it was so funny, but it was like, it was, I think, like when you're young, like now I've had dreams, obviously, like of 9-11, I had the Berlin Wall coming down, I had this pandemic, 
I have four days of visions. You know, I've had trading. You know, I've had uh, now my dreams or visions I receive or prediction dreams or visions, psychic visions. You know, they're personal. I still get stuff personal for myself and other people, but they're also bigger, you know. But back then, back then you know, as a kid, what was, you know, it was like girly, you know. It was like what's going on with this person or that person. Sometimes I'd get stuff about people's families or what was going to happen to their relatives or or were we going to be able to go to a certain concert or not or if we were going to meet somebody. But let me tell you, even as, when I look back, even as a kid, the things that I drew in and manifested by the power of my intention and my mind and the psychic juice, that's why I'm doing things like the soul-centered living. That's why I'm doing, you know, you know, Awaken to Your Power and this dreamscape. I'm doing these next year because it's connecting to this juice. It's the juice, and then you learn how to direct it. Now, mind you, if something is not in the realm within your soul, and this is something I'm going to go into more, and I talk about this a lot on Patreon, that's why it's so important to understand your soul and align to your true soul signature frequency, your vibe. Because if it's not within your soul design or soul plan, it either won't manifest or it manifests just briefly and, and, and at a lower charge level, a lower vibrational frequency level. Lower doesn't mean bad, that it's negative. It just doesn't have as much juice, you know. And I'll give you an example. When I lived in Chicago, I had a talk show. And um, I remember we changed studios, and my executive producer was so excited because she's like, this is Oprah's old studio. And so everybody was like, oh, my God, Michelle, you're going to be the next Puerto Rican Oprah. You're going to bring the Latina energy. You're everybody, all these, my age, everybody had these big plans. But that was not my destiny. <laughs> and I even thought, I thought, ooh, maybe this is an omen. <laughs> I'm in the old studio. Um, but no, no. Obviously, I had a different plan, a soul plan and vision. Um, and even I did have some people offer me. And now I look back and I think, oh, maybe I should have taken it. But my spiritual path was so important to me. I even had an opportunity uh, to do a show, a television show like that. But it, they shoot every day. And the show that I had done, the talk show, shot once a week, and that was a lot of work. This, you know, if I didn't have support on, on what I'm doing now, I mean, I'm, I'm, I so need support. Um, and believe it or not, because as much as I, I like luxury and money and nice things, that doesn't fuel me. So I actually turned something down. I said, no, I do not want to be in something because they're my spiritual practice and my, my uh, being able to help others. Because I've always, no matter what I've been doing, I've always been able to do my healing work, my psychic work. I've always been able to do and have that part of me. It's very important. My artistic, my art also. Um, you know, yes, but probably people could say, oh, they brought you a lot of money and you could do this anyway. Yes, but... At the same time, I'm, I'm able to help people at the level I'm able to help them is because I've put the time in. And in doing my own inner work, my own therapy, counseling, hypnotherapy, you know, resonance repatterning, my, my own workshops, my own going to India. And, and so it's about the juice. Because even people that have a very busy, and you see it now because everybody's awakening, everyone's awakening to their gifts, same level of juice. 
you know, just like, I mean, look at the juice the Dalai Lama has, you know, it's like, so there is something to putting in the time. And then people can say, oh, Michelle, that's arrogant, everybody. No, because I can tell you a ballerina, a dancer, a gymnast, you know, a musician that's put the time in is much better than the little song that I can play on my guitar because I didn't put that much time in. And that's like the Saturn energy. People have to wake up to that. People that have made something their whole life and have put that energy, that time in, and you've been aligned, obviously, you know, you've dealt with your own stuff, that's a certain level. You know, that's a certain um, level of mastery. And you get transmissions from those people just by being around them. That's why I seek, when I, wherever I travel or wherever I decide to live, different places I've lived or have traveled, I always go in areas where it has that high vibrational level of people. You know, even if I couldn't afford to live in a certain area, I would go to that darn coffee shop and hang out there because you just feel the resonance, the, the energy. You just feel the the resonance, the vibration of this level of mastery, right? So I feel like next year people are going to start getting that more and living more from that place, like, wow, and be much more selective. That's because you're going to understand that it's more about vibration than what it looks like. I'll give you another example <laughs> to call someone out a little bit. I remember years ago, John of God, John, everybody was wanting me to, oh, you should go, and this and that, and all this. And I even had clients that went to him. I did not feel his vibe. I said, ah, mm, 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 something is off. Something is off. And, oh, Michelle, you're just, well, well I think Michelle's just jealous because she doesn't, you know, have millions of thousands of people flying around the world doing her healing work. And it's like, no, I actually like my hermit downtime more, you know. Um, and all, look at all this stuff that came out from him, major unhealed, not only shadow material trauma, but the trauma, the, the trauma that he was doing to his family, his wife, you know, physical, mental, emotional abuse, molestation, rape, you know, a lot of stuff came out. But I could see it. I could see it in his eyes and in his aura. Um, so I feel like we're all going to get better at that, better at, and not from blame and shame, but from selectivity, from spiritual discernment. Why do I really feel vibrationally? What do I really feel from this person? And see, a lot of that has been trained out of us. It's been trained out of us. That's a lot of what this panning is about, all this control. is People were getting more about vibe. You know, people were starting to really... On a, on a more mass level, and now it's like trying to herd people back in by fear. Like, don't pay attention to what you feel. Don't, your gut says don't take this or don't do this or don't go here, but you need to. You know, take one for the team. That peer pressure. My understanding of, of what I like and what I've experienced is any time that there's been peer pressure to do something, I have found I don't, that does not work well with me. It doesn't matter if I'm shopping and someone says, everybody's wearing this. I'm like, oh, no. I've even told someone that one time. I was in a shop. Oh, everybody's wearing this. I said, oh, no, you just told me the wrong thing. And I wasn't really excited about it anyway because I don't care if everybody is or isn't wearing it. But when there's peer pressure, when there's shame, 
when there's shame, that's something's off, something's wrong. When people are using shame to get you to do something or control you or stop your behavior, there's, that's coming from woundedness. They don't have your best, you know. And even all of us, my, my sense is, because we all have areas, you can't reveal everything all at once. It's not that people are necessarily hiding stuff. It's just that you don't have to front and come out like you have something all together or you're not doing a certain something and you are. You know, you just either don't speak of it or just say, oh, we all go through this or I'm going through this or I have gone through this. That admission actually is a form of emotional clearing. It, gets, it clears your vibrational frequency. It gets it clearer. It's it more aligned to the wholeness of you, the hologram, the, the wholeness, so that you start tapping into the hologram of you. We've been talking about this on my soul-centered living program. Not just living from the hologram, that's great, but the holographic aspect of you, the parts of you that are etheric, that are in the subtle energy, living from the place of the vibration of the higher frequency of the, the higher self, the wavelength of the higher self, that connects us in to everything and everyone. That's where the miracles happen. And we get there sometimes in our desperation. So I'm talking about living this way more and more and more continually, consistently. But when we have nowhere else to go in our in our crying and screaming or prayer, or, or we create the space to bump into that higher vibrational frequency. Sometimes just crying and letting it out, that actually raises your vibrational frequency. Because you're not repressing the whole the part of you, the whole part of you. You're saying, hey, I'm actually feeling this or going through this. You're letting it, just the raw emotionality. Because what, what is the vibrational frequency? It's our energy, our energy in motion. So next year, there's a lot of learning. But I'm telling you, if you really start getting, you know, and I'm a lifelong student of all this. I go back in my you know, either I'll work with somebody or I go back to what I've learned. You know, I go back to my notes, the, the books, the people that I've also studied with, and I go, okay, I see. Let me tweak this a little. I see what I'm learning. I'm seeing where I'm growing. I, I see now how to direct this energy. You know, I'm excited. You guys, can you tell I'm excited? I'm excited about it because especially all of them, all of them, awaken to your power because also that's, where I'm going to be guiding and connecting with people to understand. See, to manifest, to draw on what you want, you have to see what you're attracting and work with that first. That's what a lot of people reject that. They reject, reject what is. And that's like, again, it's like an artist that sometimes your materials you're given, you know, or maybe you can afford only certain materials. That's like the artist that sits back and says, well, I'm not going to, make anything unless I have, you know, pure gold, gold with, I don't know, what do they cover something, you know, 14 karat gold overlay. But if that's what you can afford, then you use that energy. It, it's the catalyst. It, there's a transmutation to the next level or property of what it is you, your ideal. So then in essence, the magician energy takes, what's less ideal and makes it more and more and more ideal. Now you start harnessing universal energy. The key is we got to work with what we have. Work with what we have. Let's see, what do we have here? Athena, hello. 
This is great, Michelle. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, Lenny, you'll love that dreamscape. Dreamscape, and it is a dreamscape, a dream world. That and awaken to your power. Those are my, those are my goodies. Those are, of course, I'm bringing soul-centered living back. That we'll be doing a, you know, a round of that as well. People been life changing. You know, that's what we do. Everyone, this is living soul-centered. Is is really bringing our gifts out and sharing them. And then and, and using that to create your vision. We're doing this all together. And the more we come together, the more we harness that universal energy. It happens in the group, in the group, in the group, in the group. Oh, hey, Layla. See, anytime I've moved to a wealthier, quote, unquote, area, I've made progress in my career. Yes, because it's in the morphogenic field, to quote Rupert Sheldrake, the etheric field. It's in the field. That's what people don't realize. It's in the field of resonance. By the way, Haley, thank you. That's such a good point. When I was a model, I talked to, um, there's a few really, really well-known photographers that were doing quite well. And they actually came from um, a couple of them that I had this conversation with, um, what do you call it, the project. I mean, really, really, we're talking about poverty, really, and, and, you know, guns, people shooting, death, you know, kids seeing people dying and all kinds of stuff like that. And, Haley, that's exactly what they did. They would go to wealthier areas, walk around there, or just absorb the energy. Um, One of them scraped a lot of money together to go to a very prestigious – photography and design school. This one also became a uh, designer, furniture designer. And uh, that's what they said. They, they had to go to places where they could see the difference. Yeah, Haley, yeah. So see, you got, see we, some of these things we intuitively know to do, it's our own higher self guiding us. But the problem is, is the, we don't get the reinforcement of it. Now everybody that's heard that is going to start doing that. But it happens. I mean, I remember years ago, I, I don't know, it, when you watch these old movies or documentaries and they talked about, the, like, the starlets in the 30s, probably 30s, 40s, 50s even. But I, I remember, the, I, I can't remember the name, but it was like a, it's not Swanson. It was a malt shop, okay, in Hollywood. Hollywood and Vine or something, I don't know. So Hollywood's a place to be, right? Well, a lot, of pe- a lot of people got discovered there, especially women. They would go there, and then they later, they were, I, I can't remember, somebody in the chat if you know where it is, they were discovered at Swanson. It's not Swanson's, but it has, a, you know, some name like that. And anyway, so I saw these shows, these documentaries, they were talking about that, and then um, because the heads of the, the movie industry would come there, and so maybe they needed a day player, someone that had a certain look, you know, and there's the guy sitting there with, you know, at the having his malt, right? At the counter or the girl, you know, the young girl having their malt and just hoping to be discovered. So those kinds of things can happen. So I would say for yourself, where can you be discovered? Not even, not necessarily, it doesn't have to be being seen. That comes later or the opportunity, but vibrationally. Where are you seen vibrationally? 
that's more where your more vibrational match is. Because where you go where it's not a vibrational match, they're not going to see they're not going to see you for you. They may see, oh, you're interesting or you have gifts, but they may not appreciate it. So we have to be seen vibrationally. That's a big. That's also a you know a big part of all this. It's like where are you getting seen vibrationally? Plane. That's much more important. Is where's that vibrational match? Yeah, I love this kind of. And I haven't done my universal law. I haven't. That's why I'm incorporating it in Awaken to Your Power because I haven't done it for many years, and I follow it. Um, and shout out to Karen if you're listening. One of my dear clients, soul friends on the path, student, teacher, very doing very well in her manifesting. She went back because I, I we were having a session, and I said, God, all this is ha- what? God, you're doing this and that. And you're really calling it in. She goes, I've been listening to your CD, Michelle. I went back and listened to it, understanding the universal laws and activating the law of magnetic attraction. And I'm like, I got, I got to pull that back out. I said, <laughs> I've been doing it, but it helps to have the meditations to reinforce what you're doing, because um, that acts as a group energy. The med- it's somebody else's energy, you know, helping you. So where two are gathered, I am there. It's a, it's a force field. So uh, anyway, so we've got the power, and we're definitely going to be experiencing and expressing it more next year and beyond. Ooh, Lynn, I love that. Why wouldn't you want to plant yourself in a fertile field? Ooh, creative, abundant, supportive, etc. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I love that, love that, love that. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. All right, if you know what else makes a lot of sense, let's get to callers. Three four seven five three nine five one two two. Get into the calls right here, right now. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Julia from Florida. Hey, Julia. Welcome. <laughs> Thank <now>. you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, What's your question? Well, I was with the new year about to turn into 2022. Um, I've been thinking about relocating. I'm currently in Florida, and I'm considering moving where my daughter is. She just had a new baby in September, and that's Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, It's more about you. So I, I hear it's more about you. Um I feel like you want to be, I feel like you're a little torn. You like where you're living, but you also want to be closer to your daughter. That's what I just get. Yes, that's it exactly. Okay, so once you decide, um, you know, what it is that you really want to do, that's it. My sense is you're probably moving with your daughter at some point. Um, You really like Florida, though. But it does show move. Yeah. You want to be near that baby, grandbaby, your daughter and your granddaughter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. What can I say? Yeah, I feel like you're going to, yeah, this year you're going to, you know, 2022, you're going to make it happen. I think you've just been on the fence, and I get it because I see you like your lifestyle and what you have. Um, but there is a, there is a pull on a 
there yeah you're split but there's there's starting to become more of a pull towards going there is what i'm yeah. hearing yeah that's what yep, it is yeah you're right <laughs> you yeah. nailed it exactly so, yeah, it's, it's getting more and more it's like it was a quarter now it's the third and it's going more you know it's it's getting seven seven five percent you know it's getting more and more so yeah i definitely yeah. think that you're going to be doing that do you feel Don't like it will be a good that. move for me? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I'm I'm 60 yeah. now, so I wanted to make sure that it'll be good for me, you know. Both places are good, but they're good for different reasons. So sometimes it's like sometimes we leave a place or a job or situation or relationship not because it's bad, but because something else has something different that we now need. And that's what I feel for you. Ah, okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello, hello, Michelle. This is Sunray. (gasps) Hello. (laughs) How are you? Michelle, I just wanted to (laughs) pop on the last, uh, last podcast episode of the year and I just wanted to thank you so much for all that you brought and the light that you bring into this world and the just what you share and the energy that you you bring into this universe it's, it's beautiful and it's inspiring and it's uplifting and it has brought already so much into my life and that is a gift and I just wanted to take this time to acknowledge and honor you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Sunray, beautiful. Thank you so, so much. I really feel that. And I feel you stepping more into your gifts as well. I think 2022 is going to be amazing, even more amazing for you. I feel there's a lot that's coming together, you know? Uh, 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 on all, on I'm all just about fronts. to ask you a question, too, so you basically oh, just answered it. I was like psychically. What yeah, it for me, and you literally just well, said it. I, yeah, I definitely see your. Um, you're definitely going to be connecting more with community and your healing work, and I do see like small circles working. Do you work with like plant medicine of some sort? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I work for I work in the tech industry for a cannabis company called Dutchie. Okay. Oh, pass the Dutchie. Da, 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 da. Yeah. 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 Mundane. You may be working with some of those people to get them to do like journeys or something with you, like more conscious use of the plant and using it for healing. There's something about the healing aspect of you, kind of the the spirit spiritual aspect of your life, and in, in as a healer, moving more into that could also be something with with even tarot. I feel. But the two worlds are coming together somehow. They're coming together. And it's going to start small in a comfortable way where you're like, oh, I'm going to do this small group. You might do it like for for friends or a couple of colleagues, and then it turns into something like, you know what, 
I'm going to properly do this, you know, like I'm, I'm going to put more energy in, and actually put it out there that I'm doing this. Oh, yeah. Wow. You got, you got your magician energy on. Yeah, you got your magician <gasps> energy on next year. <gasps> <laughs> That's yeah. so great to hear, Michelle. Oh my gosh, yes, you are. I mean, I feel Is so connected like... to you. You're a special being. You're such a special being. Oh, <laughs> thank you. You are too. I just see you flourishing. I love it. Um, I love it. I love it. Well, great to connect with you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. See you in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao, ciao, bye. Ciao. Hi. Hi, welcome to Awakenings, you're on air. Uh, Hello. Hello, what's your name? Hi, this is Kate. Hey, Kate, welcome. What's your question? Thank you. Uh, My question is, um, I moved, and I still haven't really, I don't really feel connected yet. Funny about more about uh, <laughs> personal. Yeah, no, it's been six months, but I guess That's I'm feeling it. Not very uh, long more at all. Holidays. I know. Tough now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the therapist, therapist part of me that's tra- trained in transitional counseling and breathing counseling, they say, I mean, really to feel. If you work for yourself, if you work for like a corporation, you know, where you go in person. It's about a year to 18 months to really feel comfortable. That's what people saying, hey, come with us and have lunch or come, you know, this and that. You work on your own it's yeah. a little longer and then you throw the panty in. Really for people to really feel like they're part of a group, part of an environment is three to five years. Now, I, I'm not saying that's going to take that long. But to really know the place, feel the people, have a whole routine that supports you. I do feel for you, Kate, it's probably going to be more around August, September. So probably maybe is around the year mark for you. Again, I've lived in a lot of different places by myself and traveled a lot when I was modeling. I traveled a lot by myself. And so I I get this. Um, Find places where you can go and connect. If it's not even with people, this is that cafe, kind of explore. Because it does show it's going to be a bit longer. And I know it, it does make it feel like, you know, it's difficult, especially when there's um, holiday time. But you, I do feel it's going to come together for you. I feel it's the right move for you, but it is going to just take more time. And let's be honest, it doesn't take psychic part of me to say, you know, the Rona, Perona here that we have, Corona um, and all of it, Omni, Delta, whatever, um, the pandemic, you know, it, it puts a little bit of a, you know, a little dent, a little, a little dent in um, places that you may be able to 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 go and feel that you know connection more more quickly. So hang in there. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Um, That's a long ways. I mean, I don't know what what can I do now. What I just told you, go out. I mean, I can, I could tell but, you I could I mean, sugarcoat I, it, but I. Yeah, what I'm suggesting to you is the go place. What you need to do is just kind of adopt the attitude, like what I gave you sickly. I'm not saying, okay, there could oh, be a divine I, intervention. That. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so then you're doing it. There's just no way to do it faster. Even if you met people and started hanging out, you're not yet going to feel like they're your people or it's your vibe. That takes time to get to know people and open up, and then people are consistently there for you. You're consistently there for them. So you're just going to have to kind of get a different mindset of whatever works for you, you know. Like when I am in these situations, I get like my explorer kind of energy. You know, I walk about. I go to, you know, even now I'll go to certain cafes or certain, you know, a gallery opening or just walk, you know, just to connect with people. So find, you know, you have to find your vibe, you know, your whether your tribe vibrationally. If you uh-huh. can't yet, if you're not yet melding with a physical person uh, connection. Right. Okay, yeah. I can see, I can picture that. Okay, cool, cool. Let us know. Keep us posted. Keep calling in. We're here for you. It just ta- it just takes time, and there is there is a psychological human aspect to when we feel really great. I mean, I've known people that have moved someplace, and they're like, oh, my God, I met all these people. And it's great. And they still get a dip of like, oh, it's not my best friend yeah. that I live down the street. It's, you know what I'm saying? So it's just be gentle with yourself. That's, it's just a, it's a natural part of what you're going through, you know, or anybody does when they relocate. You know, granted, it helps if, 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 again, if you're going someplace in person or you have to be in the office or you're work at a spiritual center and you're seeing certain people or you online, you know, that's why I offer a lot of online courses and things and, and groups for less, you know, you know, a very fair uh, exchange is because a lot of people are going through that now where they don't have uh-huh. that connection. Right. All right, Kate. All right. I got a scoop. Got a, got a couple more. Okay. I'll keep this. Bye. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. I think we have, we got to go Michelle. quickly. Got a couple more. Hey. Okay. Hey, Darius. Thanks for your um, upbeat uh, synopsis in the beginning. I really needed it because I've been crying a lot. So thank you for that and, and uh, everything you you're do. Welcome. It's really appreciated. So my question is. Too. That's why I'm on the upbeat. What's yeah. your first name, though? Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. Okay. That's okay. Okay. My question is, so I'm. Got let go of my job last Monday. I, I'm looking for a new job, um, and I guess my question is: Do I keep looking kind of where I live? I've been thinking maybe I should move. Um, so, and uh, I, I just uh, I, I'm just questioning. See, you're a little bit like Julia. You're not sure yet. See, this is and, and okay. um I've been sharing, because you're bringing something up that I feel so many is go, are going through. Okay. And in, in fact, the, my, um, I forgot to mention, my blog post of numerology overview of the year is coming out this Friday. So if you want gotcha. to yep. read it or anybody else, it's soulplayground.life. 2022 is decision-making time. So if you, I would say right now, if you can't make the decision, and I feel this for you, Cynthia, just let it go. Just do what you okay. can where you are now. Because okay. there's too many little changes that are that are actually exponential leaps, quantum changes within um, that click. Like like you've been trying to put you put the key in the door and you keep fiddling with it and it's you know yeah. sometimes like like where I live the, the rain and the beach I live by the beach so 
it, it makes the door jam funny. And then all of a sudden, one day I put it in, it, it opens easily. That's for everyone, because I'm not getting a clear read. I do feel that you are moving on, that, but you're not yet ready to. You're not even yet okay. ready to make that decision. That's what's that, happening. That's how I so, feel. I feel like I'm supposed to move, but it's kind of, I still have to are. do all these little things still. I don't know what oh, Cynthia, I just went through that, and I went into tear my hair. Back, a yes, couple I'm of clients of mine that I helped. Yes. A couple I'm of clients of mine, they're like, husband's grave going, yes. I love your husband. I know you want me to be oh, happy. No. I know happy. Go help me. Get no, out. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, it's Saturn. It's that. And a couple of clients of mine are like, Michelle, remember when I went through that and what you told me? And I'm like, oh, I'm my God. I'm in Saturn return yes. next year. That's why. That's why. That's why. I had so many, like, one well-meaning one. friend of mine. Yeah, she tells me, she goes, maybe you're just afraid to move. I'm like, no, I'm not afraid to do I I live by myself across the country. I have no. Over. I can, I'm, no, I'm listening to my guides. There's all these little okay. things I have to do first. Because people okay. don't realize moving disrupts your energy. Yes, yes, yes. Mentally, emotionally, yes. physically, and mm-hmm. financially. So yes. I was yes. launching all these projects, and I'm like, I can't leave right now. I'm just starting to work with these two companies. I'm just starting to, you know, no, I have a lot of control here. So I had all, so I hear you, sister. You got all these little bit. You got all these steps, but you will do it. You will do it because it's creating a Thank better you. foundation, a firmer foundation for when you do move. Okay. So just do okay. those little Saturn steppy poos. Just do those. I mean, just every time you do one, just go, ah, Saturn, Saturn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm building Saturn's a built Saturn. Oh, yeah. I'm, see, I'm coming on the other side of it, so I, I can laugh. But believe me, I was like, there are days and we, I was not laughing, so I hear you. It's. And there's nothing yeah, you can do. By the way, you okay. can do something, and I've seen cl- clients of mine do it. You can interrupt okay. the cycle, ego level, and go, I'm just doing it anyway. And that throws everything oh. off. Right. So the Saturn lesson is patience. Okay. Perseverance. Patience, perseverance. It's having, yeah, it's having the patience. It's like rushing the remodel. Like, oh, I want to be in the remodel before the new year. And the contract is saying, well, if we do it right, it's actually going to be the end of January, not January 1st. And you're well, like, I don't care. Just, yeah, see, we can't rush it. That's the lesson of Saturn is to not rush it. Because I've seen people rush their cycles and intervene, and then they're like, oh, my God, I wish I would have listened to you. And I'm like, no, it's not just me. It's, it's psychic. It's the numerology. It's the astrology. It's like... Yeah. Well, I'm having more vivid dreams, more transmissions, like it's it's okay, but it's just, yeah, I just, you know, I almost just got locked in the cemetery. <laughs> oh, see? <laughs> endings. Work with your endings. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a snowstorm up here in Washington State. <laughs> on what's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. All Thank right, you, so you take good oh, care. Yeah. You're so welcome. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
my gosh, you guys. Okay. If you didn't get on air, get in the QQ, because um, some of you came in later, please call in. I'm here next week, aren't I? I think it's after the – yeah, let's start the new year. Um, yeah, so if you didn't get your question answered, please call back in um, next week, next Wednesday. Because now it's time for our Awakening Dialogue. And I know, as always, usually our guest has something that's so synchronistically helpful to what we've been talking about, sharing about, and the callers. So I am really looking forward to our guest. Um, I hope I'm saying the name right. I have Sophie um, Chiche. Chiche. I like Chiche. We'll see what it is. Uh, We have Sophie with us, who's a life strategist, creative visionary. She's also an entrepreneur author, TEDx speaker, as well as a psychologist. Um, Sophie has founded several highly successful companies, including The Current, which is a system that helps people achieve productivity with purpose, Life by Me, which is an inspiring online community dedicated to what and who holds meaning in our lives. Uh, she also founded Shape House, which is an urban sweat lodge and a second home to celebrities and health enthusiasts. Sophie has also written and produced a TV show about issues around weight and her universal and personal struggles with food, eating, which is entitled War and a Piece of Cake. Her most recent book, which is soon to be um, out, is Closer to My Bones. Wow. Powerful, powerful. Welcome to the program, Sophie. Thank you. I loved I loved hearing the few colors a few minutes ago. This was wonderful. Oh, thank you. And how do you like pronounce your last name? You were close. Sheesh. Sheesh. Oh, okay. Okay. So mine's Miche. So I was thinking, well, maybe it's Miche. Is it Sheesh? Miche. Yes. Okay. Sheesh. When I saw your sheesh. name, I Beautiful. was like, well, maybe her name is Mish. And so it's Mish and Sheesh. I know. Well, <laughs> Well, what's interesting is from the Germanic, and one of my grandfathers was Germany, it is Mish, Mish, Mish or Mish, and then the French mm-hmm. is Miche, and then the English is whatever we decided. So, <laughs> oh, gosh, Sophie. So, um, great to come to you. First of all, I got to ask you, I know I wanna, we're going to work a little frontward to the backward, because I always like to ask people their, what's their first awakening. Um, I guess we'll start with that, and I'll remember my next my next question. But just to, us to get to know you better, your first awakening, and then your awakening to what you're doing now. So something got you on this path, or a path before this, and then something got you on hmm, productively with purpose, be current today. You know, got you doing these other uh, projects. Uh, shape house, life by mm-hmm. me. But we're going to start a little bit in the beginning and then to what awakened you to where you are now and what you're doing now. That's a beautiful and big question. I, um, When you started asking, I remembered being very, very little, like I'm still wearing diapers, so maybe two, one and a yeah, half, very, very young. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in a sandbox in a place where I was forgotten by my parents. Like they, they were playing golf or whatever they were doing and they, the people were supposed to take care of me had to go and so I probably was left five minutes. But my memory of it was very much like 
I'm abandoned. Like I'm not safe. Something's going to happen to me. Like having this incredibly powerful, not easy feeling. And I remember looking at this. This is my very first awakening. I remember looking at the sky and it was very bright and orange and it was like the end of the day and the sunset was really making the sky beautiful in, in Paris where I'm from. And it turns out I was really safe. I mean, it was, I don't want to like tell my parents like we're completely, you know, abusive and left me in right. some park. It was kind of an enclosed area, but I saw the sky and I heard you are going to be okay. Like life is going to look like it's not okay at times, but you are going to be fine. And I remember later growing up, you know, and remembering this particular sky, this particular color and thinking, wow, I'm going to be okay. So that's literally my first awakening. Now, my more professional kind of later on in life awakening came from actually a friend of mine who passed away and we were 19 years old and she had um, an aneurysm and basically dropped dead. She was on her way to have dinner with me. And it was one of those moments that was just like, wow, okay. So I was started doing drugs and we were starting to have this really hard life and off she went. And that, I remember looking in the mirror and saying, okay, this is where you're going. Like if you keep doing what you're doing, you are going to end up exactly like her. And she gave me the most incredible gift because I turned my life around and started really searching for a different way to feel alive and feel loved. And like we all somehow, I think, are looking for some sort of connection like that. And she gifted me that with her passing of just not wasting my life away. That's what came up for me when you asked. So beautiful. And it just shows how you're so guided, you know, um, so clearly. I mean, people, light workers, however you want to say, you know, with your mission, um, I find that happens, you know, with many people, um, but especially people that are going to be more public. It's like, okay, we're here for you, where they're like guiding, you know, two steps to the left, yeah. two steps to the right, you know, getting you back on that that um, that track. Um, and when that happened, did you did you recognize in that moment that this is what was, that, okay, I'm really making different choices now. I'm really going in this you know, different direction. I think direction. I did. You know, it's hard to look back and remember if it was at that moment, but I definitely started making different choices. And I think it was the beginning of listening to this inner, you know, nobody can really say where it's yeah. coming from. I mean, you speak beautifully of being guided, and I think that's, but, there, you know, there's, there's definitely something from within me that has been guiding me. Mm-hmm. You were mentioning the book I, I just, um, is about to come out. And there was, you know, I, I gained, I was 350 pounds at some point, and often people will ask me, well, how did you lose the weight? You know, because it is—it's a difficult thing to do, particularly to maintain it. And but I can track down the moment where I was, as I would always, almost every night, found myself in front of my refrigerator. I would pull up a chair and I would start eating everything in sight. You know, that was my particular condition with my food: is I would eat kind of healthy in front of people, and then I would do these binges at night in a semi-coma. Mm. And I remember being in one of those in front of my food about to eat, and I heard, you can eat everything you want, but would you please first feel your feelings? And I remember it was exactly those yeah. words, because I remember it 
finding it really cute that it said, please, you know, kind of like begging me to not drown my feelings with my food any longer. And that definitely marked the beginning of an entirely new world of health and wellness and and just taking care of myself, which clearly was guided because I don't know who said that. I I don't, I wasn't speaking Mm -hmm. out loud to myself, but it came to me as um, clear guidance. And that, that was yeah. the end of that particular self-destructive, you know, journey. Mm. Yeah, that's um, higher self here. You know, your inner knowing. They're kind of the true you in a way. Um, there's so many ways to describe that. It's very interesting, Sophie. We had, um, I thought that you're from France, too, because my relatives are <laughs> from Lyon. So, um <laughs> We had some discussions uh, a few podcasts ago about this very same thing, and I've actually been contemplating this huge void, this feeling like slipping within something, you know, and usually a lot of times, especially where, you know, food can be so soothing, where it's, it's, there's a lot of reinforcement about, you know, when that comes up or sometimes somehow we feel it subconsciously even. It's, it's, a, it's a sensing, you know, the food comes. You don't even have to yeah. ponder. It's like already the, the habit is there. And yeah. very interesting this morning because in my meditation I was revisiting that uh, this morning actually. And I thought, it came to me that that space, that void that we're taught to, to fill up even before we, we recognize it, in some way is actually more of us. It's that, it's that space, that unfolding of us that we're unfamiliar with. Um, that in a way is always, it, it, if you want to call it ahead of us, you know, it's like it's, it's there and we quite don't quite know what to do with it. And so it's, it's especially in more of the Western societies, we, we fill it up with things and people and, you know, um, so I feel it very profound. And what's interesting, I had a situation a few months ago where I had like this, this intense opening, like a, like a craving, like this, this, that space opened up even more. And I hadn't eaten a lot that day, so I thought, oh, maybe you're hungry, you should eat more, or, you know, maybe do what you didn't. And I thought, well, wait a minute. I, so I said, let me just get to know this place. Let me just feel this. What is, what is this? Because mm. <laughs> I never really... I felt it before, but I never really said, hey, hello, who are, what is this? You know, I never kind of mm-hmm. sat with it. It was the feeling. And I, I, I got so filled up and I thought, you know what, I could eat, but I'm kind of, I don't want to eat. I don't like eating late when I go to sleep because it's, 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 well. mm-hmm. it's like seven or eight. So I thought, you know what, you'll just have more tomorrow or, you know, have a smoothie or just have some tea and you'll, you know, fine. And I did, and I realized, oh, my God, it really wasn't about the food. It wasn't that I needed mm-hmm. to have something in me. And I, so I'm wondering if what's your relation to that. And, and I find it, by the way, I find it fascinating that you're on the program. We're talking about this because I've been, this has been coming up for many people. I've had, you know, clients, students, callers with this void, this emptiness, this and they're yeah. trying to fill it, but what they used to fill it with isn't working, and it's like, or they're realizing I've been feel, filling this with food or I've been filling this with shopping and it's still there, you know. So I find it, you know, quite healing that you're on the program at this time and, you know, this is an important part of your journey. So I, I'm sure you have a lot to share with us about it. Thank you. Yeah, to, to connect it to the pandemic is an interesting connection because 
a lot of people were forced to slow down, not have a place to go to work or have to rethink, you know, a lot of your callers were asking about moving, you know, there's just a lot of outer forces that in some ways are making us having to be with ourselves, you know, and pause and, and mm-hmm. be a little quiet. Mm-hmm. And those of us who can, that's wonderful. Those of us who have a hard time with that, you know, yes, food and gambling and playing and computer games. And, you know, there's lots of ways that we, we give ourselves this little illusion that we're not, you know, empty. Because the truth is, if we don't pause and listen to this quieter place, the noise is so loud, it's difficult to hear it. And so the pausing, the not eating, I love yeah. that you didn't, you know, and give yourself a little tea. And because that is, that pause is where it can whisper to us because we've not been listening to it for so long. I mean, so many adults, yeah. kids, we, we, we were very connected to that voice. That's probably why my first memory of my connection to, you know, the universe, to, to God, whoever, however we want to name it. But my, my very first memory was when I was so young because I think I hadn't yet quieted down. You know, it had its place. Mm-hmm. And I think as we grow and as we age, fear and judgment and other people's opinions and whatever we were told and judged for when we were growing up, somehow it takes over this inner beautiful whisper that is just waiting for us, you know, to to come and give it a second. I did that moment with the refrigerator I was just mentioning. I did feel my feelings and heck, listen, that was super hard. It was, you know, because there was sadness and there was anger and there was all this stuff but then turns out it was just because it was a backup of it. And it was just like all full of not having been expressed all these years because once I'd done that one, a little bit scary one, it wasn't scary at all. Now I feel sad and I feel, you know, depressed. And I just, by allowing myself yeah. to feel it and not try to cover it up, it passes so quickly, you know, because it's really yeah. like a, they're very fleeting. It's not like they, they're just big and they scare us because we don't know them. And we've learned to cover them up, you know, growing up with like, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. And if, you know, stop crying mm-hmm. and don't cry, you know, and like all these guidance that we're given by adults that are themselves uncomfortable with their own feelings, right? Yeah. And so yeah. if we don't, like, it's our job, it's our job. Like my, the blessing of this pandemic is that we've had to slow down somehow and that we're not, you know, we are not as able to cover it up with this race that we're all in in different ways. And to just be yeah. with ourselves, I think, is an incredible blessing, right? Yeah, it is really. It is a whole new learning of this part of us that I feel is nameless or this aspect of our being. Um, you know, yeah, Sophie, when I ha- it was so quick when I, it happened, I stopped and I was feeling, and then I went on my bed, I just went into a cross-legged position, I just felt, and I thought, ooh, this is big, because I've had the void connected with this part. But this one was, yeah. like, big. I don't know. It was like I was in it, falling in it. And then it was, like, so many emotions. And I just looked at that, wow, you can have so many feelings yeah. and emotions all at once that, yeah. like, 20 or 30 or something. I don't know. And then you're <laughs> right. It just kind of – I just looked and observed and felt and just was like, okay, okay. And then yeah. it passed. I was calm. And then yeah. I was like, I'll just have a glass of milk. I'll get a tea. 
But I thought, oh, my God, is that – and I do agree with you. I think the um, pandemic, even if you didn't have a lot of distractions or you know, have a very strong meditation practice, it doesn't matter. There's more in there. There's more. <laughs> There's always more, you know. <laughs> There's always more. That, that can come and out. it is, you know, the, the, new com- the new company you were asking about, you know, Be Current, which is kind of this newer, um, where my time is now um, invested most in, which has to do with productivity, but really tied into our soul life and our, and our purpose. Because a lot of people uh, approach productivity as just one more thing and just one more thing to do. And being productive means I'm yeah. just moving a lot of widgets. You know, and and who cares? Like, who cares about just accomplishing more things if they're not tied to a deep sense of fulfillment? And yes, there's going to be the, you know, go pick up food and go, there's going to be the mundane thing. But what do we do? How do we connect our dots so that at the end of our lives, you know, which we realizing could be sooner than we thought, like somehow also the gift of this pandemic Mm -hmm. is like, what is this all about? Like, what is this meaning? What is that? People are really questioning what is the meaning of their lives a lot more because of this pausing. And I, I love working with people in that space of, I know I want more with my life. I know that this was not about the race and the making more money and the getting the bigger house and the, you know, all of that external stuff that it really is about what is bringing me joy. What is, what is bringing me like lately, I'm obsessed with pickleball. I don't know if you've ever played pickleball. It's kind of the oh no, but I um, I played um, yeah I know like tennis. I played racquetball. Like paddle, probably yeah. Paddle. I've become obsessed yeah. with it, and being you know having been 350 pounds, you know you don't move your body a lot when you're that weight because you mm-hmm. hurt yourself. You know, like I would go to the gym every time I would you know come home with like some ankle or muscle or something that was injured because you know the body is not really meant to be carrying so much weight, and so. Moving was never, you know, I was moving inside of me and I was moving in my head and in my heart and in my inner life, you know, but not so much with my body. But now that I have this sport that I've been very committed to, I play twice a day. <laughs> oh, I love slightly it. I love a, it. Slightly, I know, I know. Slightly an obsession. But to realize that in, in that movement, really the, the best way that I play is actually in the pause, you know, in the, in the waiting for a second, in the, in the watching this ball come at me and have, you know, kind of like a, almost like a ninja kind of, you know, relationship to what's happening and to transfer that. Like, if I feel like everything I've ever learned, I could have learned it on a pickleball court, you know, because the, the wisdom of, it's happening around you and how do you respond and how do you recover? You know, how do you like, I remember when I first started playing, I was like a, a judgment on legs. I was just judging the heck out of myself. And every time I missed the ball or every time I would, you know, do something that was not the right move or whatever, like I would crucify myself. I was so mean to myself and I haven't done that in a long time, you know, as this journey of self-love, you know, has really guided me to talk to myself so much more kindly and but then I start this new thing when I'm completely incompetent which is a lot of what people are experiencing right now is this sense of like what the heck do I do you know where, where do I go do I travel do I not travel do I move do I not move do I get into a relationship do I get out of my relationship you know all of that is really up for grabs for people but to be able to just like take it as it comes and and and, and as you were suggesting to one of your callers earlier you know be gentle to yourself and 
and re- reset. It's like that's, that's what I'm learning at Pickleball. It's like every time something happens, how do I recenter, forgive everything that just happened, just be in the moment, and how do we do that in life? You know, it's like everything that's happening right now is still in flux to all of us, you know. Yeah. Now all of a sudden we could travel, now all of a sudden we can't, and we shouldn't. And mm-hmm. it's just this craziness around us. How do, we, mm-hmm. how do we connect to our inner being so that we get to make decisions that are grounded in the truth of ourselves and not, you know, the opinion of others and uh, the outer motivations that well, we've I been... Think, yeah. And I think that's a bigger message, lesson, integration. And, you know, everything that has a downside has upside. So the upside to this, and you could look at maybe cosmologically or whatever, you know, belief system, there's something more that's called this way of living and being in. And this is a part, part of this is a tool for that, definitely, I would say. Because you have to make, you know, it's interesting to say, as you were talking, um, Sophie, I was thinking, well, we're taught to kind of problem solve all the time. Same with our productivity, which I want to get to, because I want to ask something about that as well. But we're kind of taught to, like, produce not from that space you were talking about. You know, produce, make decisions from the ego. And then if, if we, you know, if in desperation, we can't or nothing is happening. Then we go, oh, maybe I better look at my inner being. Maybe I better <laughs> meditate uh-huh. or contemplate on uh-huh. it. But it's like that the script has been flipped because no matter how much you want to push something, there's there's external circumstances or personal circumstances that are allowing it, even if you know where you're going, which I think is both the beauty and the joke, it's like, no, trust your vision, trust your intuition, your inner, you know what you're going to do, you know what the decisions are, but you can't do it right now. That's, it's not the time. Just because you know something doesn't mean you get to do it right now. I, I found that right. kind of um, profound. But how do we know, you talk about productivity with purpose, how do we discern that not getting on that proverbial hamster wheel of productivity, mm-hmm. how do we start discerning what is productivity with purpose? Well, there's there's actually a lot of, you know, locks to that door, and one of them is actually the body. Like when you come back to your body mm. and you listen to someone maybe proposes something or offers something or maybe an email comes at you, we, we react. We don't respond. And the body knows. Like mm. actually my friends, the Hendrix, have written many books about this and many blogs about this but it's this idea that we where is your full body yes like where are you hearing something like someone says something and your body is all Mm. like like if you listen to it you know there is a there's a way that it kind of harmonizes with what the person just said that somehow it brings truth and i think as an adult it's our job to identify the difference between that bell inside of us that rings true versus the bell of ego and the bell of mental, you know, complete torture. You know, like one of the callers mm-hmm. earlier was like, should I move? Should I not move? And it's like, well, you probably don't have enough information because when it's clear, no. it's clear if you listen, right? Like I'm yeah. in L.A. I just moved in July and I've lived in L.A. for 30 years and everybody thought I was going to be in L.A. forever, including me. And then one morning, my man wakes up and he's like, why do we live in L.A.? And I was literally like, 
I don't know. We should move. And we started the process mm. from this place of like complete joy, and we decided maybe Arizona was fun, and so let's start there. And so we like grabbed our thing and started spending a weekend here to see how we would like it. And then green light, green light. You know, we, we, the person who was going to meet us for one place was not there, but somehow we have time, so now we go to this other place that we ended up actually lending in. And it, it's just when we do our work, that's, that's probably the, the simpler way that I've ever said this. It's like when we do our work internally, the messages get cleaner and closer and easier for us to understand. Because in the mm. past, you know, a message for me was like, eat chocolate cake. That was a message. Well, that wasn't a clean message. There was a message of me not knowing how to feel my feelings. I was covering it up with the chocolate cake. But once I do the work and once I listen to myself more and more, that little voice that's a whisper becomes clearer and louder and, and comes to the forefront more and more easily. And we, if we listen and we trust it, and I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of your listeners know what I'm talking about. There's this, there's this little guiding light inside of us that sounds very different than the rest of the other ones, like make more money, get a better status job, and you know, all that stuff is not, it doesn't sound like the truth to me. It never did. And I, I feel like coming back to listening from these ears of, of not the ego, you know, from more from the heart and more from our connection to nature, you know, we, we really get to hear the whisper getting louder and louder and becomes a very strong guiding voice. Mm. I think, Sophie, on that note, one of the things that I've noticed, and I go back to the, there's a metaphysical principle on this, but also you could look at it psychologically, that we can't, you know, it's the same as like, counseling someone within like a very non-functioning or dysfunctioning or malfunctioning family. That person can only grow mm-hmm. so far. If they're the only ones doing the counseling. So I feel many of us, and maybe this is part of what you're saying is the reminders, what I'm hearing with this productivity and purpose is the reminder because we don't yet have enough systems and group think or, you know, it's not in, enough in the mainstream consciousness with those positive triggers or reinforcements to think this mm-hmm. way. Because you're right. People, we know this. Even I need reminders. And I, this has been my life since a kid. You know, it's like, like okay, wait mm-hmm. a minute. You're trying to, every decision you've ever made happened smoothly, quickly. Or, you know, you were going to move. You, everything lined up in two months. You moved. It was it's great. Now, why it's not happening now? That's not you because of you, something's wrong. So I feel right. like these books like yours, this conversation, um, you know, we, I feel like right now, and especially coming up next year, we need to get a, be around people and have the media, books, whatever, you know, recordings, online, whatever it is, we need to have that mm-hmm. input that reminds us of this and reinforces this so that we don't get caught back up in that old loop that never really worked anyway. But, but there is, when, you, when there's less control, there's, there's more impetus to go back into that loop, right? Yes, exactly. And, and you, if you pick the root of what you just said, it is an act of mm-hmm. self-love. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. have gone into the habit of not really caring for themselves, you know, like they give their opinion to other people, their 
their spouse matters more than their own, you know, self-guidance. And I think if, if, if we were to start back to where we started, which is, who am I? What makes me happy? What food make me seeming to make me more healthy? You know, so we, we counteract this culture that's making us, like, I don't need sugar, right? I've, I've really, disc- like, I'm not, I think it's an addiction. I think we've really gone down this path of eating more and more sugar, which the more you eat, the more you want to eat. And the culture has done that to us a little bit, right? There's all this corn syrup that was, the corn was grown too much and overgrown and they decided, oh, let's put corn syrup into everything. So I look at ingredients and it really is everywhere. And I don't like the way my body yeah. feels when it eats sugar, but it has to start from an act of self-love because before sugar would numb me and would make me feel like, you know, oh, I can bear this, you know, miserable life. When now, if I, if I see that there's sugar in something, my body is like, no, I don't, I don't want to feel overactivated. I don't want to not sleep tonight. I don't want my skin to be all rashed. Like, I really don't do well on sugar. I don't think anybody does well on sugar, frankly. But I think we've gotten used to eating it. But that's a very simple act of, like, when I put this food in my body, how does it feel? How is my energy? How is my sleep? How are my thoughts? You know, am I foggy? How is my brain? You know, and the, the, every step we can take towards understanding ourselves better and collaborating with ourselves better, I think we, we, it's easier for us to make decisions when we are doing them aligned with ourselves as opposed to against ourselves, right? Like we, a lot of us have not developed mm-hmm. a sense of, of team inside of us. And so we, we make decisions without so much thinking about it. It's like it comes at us and boom, there we are. We're eating that, you know, jar of cookies or without so mm-hmm. much as like, is this good for me? Is this, is, am I being a friend to myself right now? That's one of my favorite questions. Like I'll ask myself mm-hmm. all the time, like, is I this what that. you would want your friend to do to you right now? And if the answer is no, I don't do it. You know, I just, I, I really, I think we need to re, re-own, like we keep putting our power outside of ourselves. You know, it's politics' fault. It's, you know, COVID's fault. It's the weather's fault. It's whatever. It, it's, not, it's not a matter of fault. It's nobody's fault. But, but we have a responsibility and we can change the course of pretty much anything, I think. <laughs> you know, if we if we listen to ourselves and we apply ourselves with love and care and and we go on a quest of understanding who we are like people don't know themselves at all like i talk to people all the time that are just so disconnected from what they want and what what makes them happy and what they make them healthy and i think we i think it's a good it's a good focus for us to bring us back to who am I? What is this thing? <laughs> what is this thing that wakes up in the morning and has a a full life, a full day, you know, that could really fulfill good things or not and make your decisions based on that, you know? Mm-hmm. That was a lot. <laughs> no, no, it's perfect. Well, because I've been doing this whole, started this soul-centered living, and I talk about being in partnership with yourself. Oh, and, that. and that's in my growing too, yeah, right? But you're saying the same thing. And I love, love, love what you said. Um, if you could touch on this, the self-love part. Like yeah. you said, it's really like if we roll it back, that this is really an aspect of self-love. And would we want our friends to do this situation or behavior or respond this way? Um, yeah, that's powerful, Sophie. Oh my God, that's really powerful. When you put it in those terms, like, okay, this is really about 
self-love, how much are you loving yourself? Uh, that's so powerful. Like what, what kind of decisions, like what decisions, different decisions would we make if that was what, mm-hmm. you know, led our... And look at what happened to us as children. I mean, I don't know the American system as well as I know the French one, but criticism is like the national sport. As a kid, I mean, they have done research that a kid received 95 negative something. Don't do this. Don't say that. Don't sit this way. Don't dress this way. For one positive one, that's about the average in France. So maybe here it's a little bit better because I think you do treat children with a little bit more... No. respect or maybe no, it's not. not but <laughs> no 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 in fact so imagine like how many times a child hears no at the age of two like you, like you need to reframe and sort of say no don't touch that no don't touch that no 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 <laughs> all day long so what do you think you build yourself to to believe about yourself right like you've been told you're wrong your grades are bad whatever you did was the wrong thing and the focus is always on what's missing and and criticism, it's like, well, how would we, how would we touch with ourselves in a loving way? We can't. I mean, it, it would take a, really a, such a force, especially as a little person, you know, when you don't really have power over what's happening and these grown-ups are in charge of feeding you and giving you shelter. And it's like you can't, you don't have your own, you know, they really are there to take care of you. And they don't because they don't take care of themselves. And so there we are, little people growing in an environment that keeps telling us what's wrong and how not lovable we are, basically, and how, Mm -hmm. you know, disappointing we are all the time because, you know, teachers give us this bad grade because the focus is always on what we didn't do and and all of that. It's like we all grow up against this incredible wave of self not love, (laughs) the opposite of self love. So maybe this is a, yeah, so maybe that's the first part that, we all need to connect with, as you were saying, am I being a friend to myself? I think that is, you know, um, that what you said, and that bring that even into the productivity with purpose. You know, who am I, why am I doing this? But that's exactly right. Like when I do the the work, the Mm -hmm. work that I do with people is when something comes at you, you know, and at you is deliberately used you know, because the culture that we're in right now, it's not like I used to teach that stuff like 20 years ago. And I would be like, we're in a phase right now. It's speeding up. It's like, it's not a phase. It's speeding up. It's not stopping. You know, the, the amount of stuff that comes at us all day is, is, is not stopping. And so if you don't have an inner compass, you know, comp- something that inside of you says, that's a yes, that's a no. And you don't know how to say no to people. That's my other big thing that I teach people when I work with them. Why did you say yes to this? And it's like, well, I don't want to do that. I want to be liked. I don't want to disappoint people. And I didn't really know how to say no. And so there I am, you know, building furniture for my friends all weekend when really what I wanted was to write my book or, or rest or, you know, do something that was, Ooh. but somehow we've equated We've equated doing things for other people or saying yes to other people as a more important value than saying yes to ourselves. And that, mm-hmm. I think, is, you know, upside down. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God, Sophie, you have to come back. I love what you're sharing with us. We've got the chat is always, yeah, is on fire with what you're saying. Makes so much sense. Um, yeah, very powerful not only messaging, but way of living, really. What's the best way people can um, get in touch with you? Um, you've got Be Current 
BeCurrentToday.com. Yes, BeCurrentToday, exactly. Exactly. is is where it all, you know, you can link to everything I do from there. There's a quiz that I, is not, it, it really is very well thought out to help you understand your particulars around your particular productivity that people are finding very helpful. And again, in the same vein of try to understand, you know, understand how you function, understand so you work with the grain of you, not against the grain of you. And so the quiz is great, and that's on the website. Mm-hmm. BeCurrentToday.com is really the, the hub, the hub of all my stuff. Okay. All right, and of course, uh, you've got the book that's out now, War and Peace of Cake. Um, and then when is, do you know when Closer to My Bones is coming out? Come back and share us with So us actually, the, uh, the, the, the War and Peace of Cake is the new book. Um, closer to my oh, bones is. is probably going to become the documentary. Yeah, War and Piece of Cake is the book, oh, and that will be out. Okay. And it will be on the website um, soon. It will. So okay. probably February, okay. maybe February. You know. Okay. I'm following the right. what's true. You know, so it will it will be yeah. when when it's ready, but probably somewhere around well, February. Okay. Well, people can connect with you and um, BeCurrentToday.com. I love your, um, maybe I'll even do your questionnaire. That sounds good. Productivity of purpose. Yeah, do it, do it. And then you can reach out to me. We can talk about it. I'd love to yeah. interpret it for you. You interpret these other things from the universe, so we can do a great yeah. conversation. Oh, I'm always open. Yeah, and I love areas that I don't know anything about or much about. It's, um, yeah, it really helps round out us, you know, our inner being. Sophie, this has been wonderful. Thanks for sharing with us today on Awakenings. Um, I love what you're doing. Just oh, fabulous, fabulous, and amazing, insightful information. Um, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, take good care. All right, everyone. Uh, Sophie Shishé, um, you can connect with her at BeCurrentToday.com. And I know what I'm taking away. I love this. Am I being a friend to myself? Good parting words. I think a lot of our questions right now, if we ask ourselves that, am I being a friend to my friends, especially if you're healers or you're helpers, you take care of a lot of people, I know you're a good friend to other people. But I love as Sophie said, am I being a friend to myself? All right, everyone, thanks so much for being here and creating this amazing community. I love everything that you're doing and sharing. I hope to connect with you even more in the new year. If you have any questions or comments or guest suggestions, topic suggestions, please email awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Happy New Year. Have a bliss, blessed New Year. Uh, But I'll see you in the new year. I'll see you around. And as always, Continue to shine your light, share your insights, and of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?